0: Luz Cabrellis is co-founder of Scranton Films and producer-director of a 2020 documentary titled The Dunmore Cemetery Tour. What drew her to the
1: subject? What really struck me was Julie. And I'm gonna be very honest. Uh, Julie has this stamina that I haven't seen in many people, even myself. Like she is, she's just a go-getter. She doesn't take no for an answer because she knows that she has a plan and everybody loves her. You know, everybody around here respects what she's doing and you see it with the dearly departed players. You see it with the crew because they keep coming back. I mean, she's been doing this for far longer than I have and she's been able to have probably about the same group of people and always somebody new that takes an interest. And She's able to tell the story like every year, no matter what, she's able to do it. And to be able to do that for that long, she must be doing something right.
0: Julie does the Dunmore Cemetery tour every year, no matter what, according to filmmaker Luz Cabriles. And that means Julie Esti presents the annual event, even during a pandemic. Julie is founder of the Dearly Departed Players, a theater troupe that produces the tour of the Dunmore Cemetery established in 1828 in Lackawanna County. The COVID-19 pandemic may have led Julie and her players to adapt to circumstances, but never to cancel. Julie lays it all out for us.
2: We can be found annually in the Dunmore Cemetery in Dunmore, Pennsylvania, In non COVID years, doing a historical walking tour that now draws people from all over the United States to see it. It's a free tour and it usually takes about two hours. You know, the cast is out there in period costume and they deliver monologues about people who are buried in the cemetery. With COVID, we've had to adapt. So last year we did a drive through and it was very successful. And since we're still uncertain as to what's going to happen with COVID this year and how it's all rolling, we're going to roll through the cemetery once again with another drive-through on october 3rd and 10th in the past we've covered crime and criminals and lesser known people this year we're going to hit some of the real movers and shakers because people have a lot of questions about the mausoleums. so since we're doing a drive-through it's it's a lot easier to spot mausoleums and follow that route because there's a significant number of them in Dunmore. So that's what they're going to get. They're going to get a lot of the people who were a little bit better off and doing quite well in this valley. We're going to be seeing some Civil War veterans. We've got C.B. Scott, Thomas Dale, George Catlin, Conrad Schroeder. I mean, the Schroeder Mausoleum has some interesting things going on with it. I address the Crawford Shepherd because that, in its design, has some very interesting facts that go with it.
0: What was it, Julie, that drew your attention in the first place to this? Were you just walking through the cemetery because it's a beautiful place to walk? How did you get drawn to Dunmore?
2: I've been out there for most of my life. I started going out there when I was in high school. I went to Scranton Central, but I always went to Dunmore High School's football games. And sometimes we would, if we didn't have money, you know, your allowance or whatever it was that you got back then, we would sneak through the cemeteries to go to the football games. So I was out there when I was in high school, and I ended up photographing it extensively in the the 1980s. And when I started to do the period dress thing, I went to the Lackawanna Historical Society, and they had an established tour out there. So I was the first costume stop on the tour, and from me, I drew in other people. And then eventually, LHS decided to change their programming, and I ended up with this tour on my own. So this will be, I think, my 23rd or 24th year doing tours out there in one form or another for Nelson Wood, who is one of the original members. I believe this will be his 16th or 17th year with me.
0: And you and Nelson often team up and portray a couple, for example, who are found in the cemetery. Favorites, I think.
2: Oh, yes. Nelson and I have portrayed the Zimmers, who died together in 1912 in a train crash. Now, when people come through this year, they're going to see a totally different Julie and Nelson because we're going to be at the beginning of the tour, handing out the map, the tour guide, and we've made significant strides in history. We've really moved through time a lot. You're going to catch me and Nelson dressed in the late 1960s, early 1970s, out there, you know, rocking it with some really good music because we know the 60s and 70s had some great music. We're, we're going to have our pop-up camper. And it's, a, it's not just a tribute to the 60s and the 70s and the folks who lived through that and who have now passed. It's kind of our way of saluting those of us who are no longer tied to the ball and chain and who can live a little bit freer and, and enjoy life. You know, it's also a little bit safer for us to go out there in jeans or a maxi dress versus going out in hoop skirts or whatever, because we're going to be dealing with a lot of cars coming in. And, you know, you get out there and you're with folks as they come through and stuff like that, and it's easy to forget that you're now in a line full of traffic. So it's, it's just easier for us to go out there in, in this era costuming, and it's a safety factor, too, but we're having so much fun. We want everybody to flash peace signs out at, at us as they're going through.
0: You also have decided that the notion of a Harvest Festival works very well in conjunction with the tour.
2: Yes, it does. What we did, because it is a drive through and because we were the fortunate recipients of a Lackawanna County Arts and Culture COVID Adapting Grant, I mean, Cemetery is beautiful in the fall. It's beautiful every day. In the fall, especially with all the leaves and the colors, But we decided to harvest it up. We have some local businesses who are going to do harvest-themed decorations on mausoleums. Every mausoleum will have a harvest wreath on it. We're getting corn stalks. We've got harvest banners for the trees and the fences. The Dunmore Theater Club is going to be out there on a corner. We've really gone all out as much as we could to visually enhance something that already is beautiful. So we hope that people enjoy it. And, and really like what they see. We do have a lot of interesting people that are, that are on the tour that will be found in the tour booklet slash map guide. What will happen is people will take their book and they will drive. It's, it's probably, in essence, the longest funeral procession to ever hit the Lackawanna Valley. They'll drive through it and they get fast facts, and they will read these facts from stop to stop. And, al- of course, along the way, the Julie Departed players will be there. And at some point along the way, again, through the receipt of a municipal grant for the Borough of Dunmore, we've designed a cemetery activity book. So people are going to be able to get that, too, as as they drive through for something they can do at some point in the future on their own.
0: And you all are proponents of maintaining the cemetery, not just Dunmore, but the whole notion of cemeteries as a resource in a community that shouldn't be neglected.
2: Absolutely. They are open-air museums. They are open-air theaters. You can go in there and really, everything is there. Math, I mean, you can take school students in there. You can teach them math with the numbers on the stone. There's science. There's bushes and trees out in the cemetery that you don't find anywhere else anymore because they were planted 100 years ago. You've got architecture, in addition to all the wonderful history that's there. So they are open-air museums. They are very community-friendly spaces, and we love what we do out there in Dunmore.
0: And you have an active Facebook presence. You are not only filling those pages with photos of all of you and of the Dunmore Cemetery and the other activities that you all take part in, But you expand it, too, don't you, to some of the other places that are doing cemetery work and bringing attention to cemeteries in general?
2: Yes, sometimes we do. One specifically, if people look on our page and go through our likes, they will see Mount Moriah down in Philadelphia, which Mount Moriah was in in very, very bad straits a few years ago, but through the wonderful efforts of the folks down there and an awful lot of hard work, they've managed to get that place cleared up. And, you know, people can now visit it and find their ancestors. Really, it's a shame when you see a cemetery that's been forgotten, and usually it's because of funding. And and we have them here in the Lackawanna Valley, cemeteries that are going by the wayside because they don't have the funds. So everything that we do out in the cemetery has a purpose. It's not just a historical thing. We are trying to promote cemetery preservation and education.
0: And you are modest, but you have a documentary film that was made about you. Tell us about that, and can we see it somewhere?
2: We do. Luz Cabrales from Scranton Films did a documentary on us, and she started entering it in film festivals internationally. I'm sure if you go to Scranton Films' website, there's a link where people will be able to click on and see this one-hour documentary. It It's won awards in different countries, I believe in Italy. I know that it was seen in Slovakia. In fact, one of the men who walks in the cemetery, his name is Tom, lovely man, one of his friends who lives down south, went to England. And the guy, I guess, was sitting in a pub, and he looked up, and he saw his buddy Tom on the TV talking about a cemetery. And he said, Jeez, that looks like my buddy Tom. So when he got back to the United States, he called Tom, and he said, Tom, I could swear I saw you on TV in England talking about a cemetery. And I was like, yep, that was me. So we're being seen all over in this amazing documentary that this amazing woman did. And it's really nice that people see cemetery education and preservation and so many different people working together in a cemetery on this corner in Dunmore. We're totally honored.
0: You're a writer, and so you've preserved some of these stories in book form.
2: Yes, I do. I have four books out now, Stories in Stone, Volume 1 and 2. One is all the Dunmore Cemetery. One is half Dunmore and half Forest Hills. I addressed some old murders in another book. And I did a a cookbook that addressed the Scranton Republican cooking contest and their baked goods and, and, and just your everyday mom who submitted recipes. I'm working on a new one now, and I'm hoping to have it out for October 2022.
0: Again, remind us about the 3rd and the 10th and the hours and so forth.
2: We will be in the cemetery for the tours on Sunday, October 3rd and 10th. The tours will start at 2 p.m. People will be asked to remain in their cars. No one will be given a tour booklet that gets out of their vehicle. And again, it's nothing personal. It's just COVID adapting So people will line up out the cemetery gate and down Warren Street, down past Dunmore High School. Before they even get to Nelson and I with the tour booklet, the folks from Griffin Pond Animal Shelter will be there. We discovered that people are returning the pets that they adopted at the beginning of the pandemic. They're returning them to shelters nationwide because now they're going back to work and we've got shelters that need a lot of help. So we're asking that if anyone can bring any form of pet supply, Griffin Pond will be there. Again, admission is free, but if somebody wants to bring some pet supplies and drop them off with Griffin Pond, they'll be pretty happy to take them. And that's it. You get in that line, you drive on through, flash that peace sign. Last year, the tour took about a half an hour for every car to go through we're thinking this year, because we expanded the route, it's probably going to be about a 45-minute ride through. A nice little ride, looking at the decorations, seeing the dearly departed players, reading their fast facts. And even though the dearly departed players will be at a distance from the vehicles, they will still be able to speak to people and will will welcome it. So if anybody wants to gab out their windows at them, you know, they'll be thrilled for it. They'll respond. And COVID has been bad, but it has forced many of us to adapt. And sometimes change is good. We found out that we could do things a different way. So, you know, if things didn't work out one one year, we always have this alternative to fall back on. Nelson and I did say that we are hoping that next year we can get back to our regular format because we want to see if we can still memorize those huge monologues that we had. because. We haven't had to do that due to COVID. You know, we want, we want to exercise our brains like we did every year from July to September.
0: <laughs> I wonder how you all feel about the country, pre-COVID, now COVID. Do we as a country, as a society, have a problem with facing the reality of death is coming to a cemetery, for some people, a reminder of their mortality and they might prefer not to do that sort of thing?
2: It is. We do have folks that don't want to come to cemeteries because they're afraid. But we also have folks who come and they embrace it. And we have some people who are trying to teach their children and grandchildren that it's okay to be in a cemetery and that nothing there is going to hurt you and that you have to be respectful. We've had people come to us while we're rehearsing and bring their grandchildren or their children and say that those children were afraid to come in the cemetery or they thought they had to be invited. So if they think that they had to be have to be invited, we invite them in. And I think the dearly departed players are a pretty nice vehicle for children to see.
0: Logistics may dictate in part that you're focusing on those who had power in the community and were persons of means but you never forget those who tend to be forgotten.
2: We did, we did receive a donation of a significant amount of artificial flowers, and we made 70 arrangements for the folks in the Home of the Friendless section. And you have to realize that some of those people in the Home of the Friendless section probably never got flowers ever on their graves. So I think driving through and seeing those 70 arrangements is going to be quite a sight in that particular section
0: it was like pauper's graves
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. yes many of them are paupers unknowns transients i've got everything in there from murders to people who have were found on railroad tracks killed by trains a lot of children we've got influenza epidemic victims in there so many of them didn't there was no one to buy flowers for them or keep up their graves. So this time around, we're shipping out 70 arrangements.
0: And that's because each life is valuable and that's yes. clear in these tours.
2: Yes, every life is a story. They're all a wonderful chapter in the big book of life.
0: Julie Esti, founder and artistic director of the annual Dunmore Cemetery tour presented each October by the Dearly Departed Players. The event will take place on Sunday, October 3rd, and the following Sunday, October 10th, at 2 o'clock each afternoon, and admission is free, but donations of pet-related items will be gladly accepted by the Griffin Pond Animal Shelter. The tour has been adapted because of the COVID-19 pandemic, and will be a drive-through event this year, For more information, Facebook.com slash The Dunmore Cemetery Tour. Facebook.com slash The Dunmore Cemetery Tour. Julie Estey and Nelson Wood will be welcoming you in 60s garb with 60s music. You know they won't be able to resist the Grateful Dead with a straight face and tongue in cheek. the thoughts are broken, perhaps they're better left unsung. The Dunmore Cemetery Tour, October 3rd and 10th at 2 o'clock each afternoon, 400 Church Street in Dunmore, Pennsylvania. For more information, facebook.com slash the Dunmore Cemetery Tour.